Testing, testing, one, two, one, two. Um, it has been a while since any episode of Usual People has come out, and how do we how do we usually do this, guys? I don't I don't know. You don't remember? I don't remember. It's been a very long time. You say all right. All right. Uh, welcome to the welcome, usual, yeah, to the people usual podcast. people podcast. Welcome mini-sode. to the usual people podcast. Minisode. Minisode. What's a minisode? It's an episode that's minier, the smaller. Ones that I don't have to edit. <laughs> ah, right. The easy ones. Yeah. The that we just we don't even plan anything. A lot of we just ramble on and on incoherently. Yes. And there's, say there's ovens. And then there's microwave ovens, but you also have easy bake ovens. So this is the easy bake oven of yes. podcasting. Yeah, except we ran right out now. of all the materials that came in the box. So <laughs> we're just putting mud and shit into yeah, our easy bake like oven. We might as well just put it in the garage and get it ready for the garage sale. Let's not do that. Yeah, let's <laughs> not pack this one in quite so quickly. Guys, I want to apologize for how long it's been since there's uh, been an episode, but uh Basically, what happened was um, I had to go to the hospital. Is that a fair assessment of what happened and why it's taken so long to get back to this? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I think I started it. How did you start it, Lala? (laughs) I had a mental breakdown. So a lot (laughs) happened. Uh, Because I canceled. The reason the pentathlon episode didn't happen when it was supposed to... mm -hmm. Uh, it was because I, I canceled on y'all. You're right. Because of, uh, uh, as mentioned, a mental breakdown. <laughs> yeah. A literal, actual... Yeah, like, like we're not, not, even, ki- we're not, not... I'm not joking. Not joking around. Not joking. Lala <laughs> had a mental breakdown, and we were all very worried. But more than worried, I got jealous <laughs> that Lala <laughs> was, was causing hospital. so much drama <laughs> that I decided to cause some drama of my own. So my leg swelled up to twice its normal size and turned red as a goddamn lobster because I will not be outdone by even my closest friends. (laughs) So Lala cancels on Wednesday. We were all, um, me, uh, Dave, and Elisa were all worried, like, what's up with Lala? We couldn't get in contact with you. Um, and you were just, I don't know how much you want to talk about it, but basically you just, you were having issues, like really bad issues with your head. Yeah. You were not in a good place. You were not going to your job. Yeah. I was basically out of work for a month where it was just like no contact with them. Yeah. And, uh, they finally called the police on me. The police had to go to your apartment (laughs) to find out if you were alive or not. Yeah. So, uh, that happened and then I realized, oh shit, maybe I should go to the hospital because something's not going to fix itself. So. Exactly. And I had a very similar (laughs) situation when, um, basically the Friday after you canceled, um, I thought I just got the flu and, um, I got like a high fever. I was sweating. 
But I also had the chills, and I couldn't get warm. I was very cold all day. Well, that's what the chills are, Anthony. Yes, thank you very much, Alisa. <laughs> yeah. I don't get to do that often. I just wanted to. I'm thank sorry. You. Yeah. you don't get to be a facetious a asshole. All the time. Yeah. So, and then I got delirious, and I forced my mom um, to watch the opening credits to uh, early 90s a uh, children's television show starring Jerry O'Connell uh, called My Secret Identity. Uh, oh, I saw you posting about that. Yeah. I did look it up because I was like, what the fuck, fuck is this? Yeah, what's that, Jerry O'Connell? I didn't know, and I thought, is he Canadian? I think and, you're, no. And he's not. He's not. He, he was, was just, just a, in a Canadian, Canadian show. show. Did we talk about that before? No. Yes, we have. Well, Maybe. But, like, I, I forced my mom to, like... So, what I did while I was delirious was I kept saying to my mom, No, 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 check this out. So, I made her watch the trailer to Glass, which is the new M. Night Shyamalan movie, yeah. which is the, the thing to Unbreakable. It's just like, so, you see that, right? Okay. And then I made her watch the, the theme tune to My Secret Identity. It's just like, what if we took the theme song to My Secret Identity <laughs> and put it on the Glass trailer? <laughs> What if we did that? No, check it out. Watch it again. And I made her watch it again <laughs> because I was losing my fucking mind. You actually tweeted all this out. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, and like, I, I had to check it all out afterwards. Yeah. Uh, because while you're having your mental breakdown, you were looking at my micro mental breakdown from. No, Blair. no, I wasn't. Um, I actually tried to delete everything, ah, like okay. my Twitter and my Facebook account, and I uh -huh. think that's what freaked out Elisa the most. Right. That it was very troubling. <laughs> And uh, so all these stories are going along in parallel lines. Yeah. They're all happening at the same time. <laughs> and then I looked it up later and I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> and now this makes more sense. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you were in a delirium. delirium. I was in a fucking delirium. <laughs> um, and um, so I pass out. I wake up the next day and my left leg, out of nowhere. Now, before this, I had pains in this leg. Um, this, I couldn't go to a wedding uh, because of these pains in my leg. And I had to cancel a lot of things. Um, oh, and I should also mention while this was all happening, I quit my job. So I don't have a job right now. Mm -hmm. um, and because I, I quit my job ostensibly because they were screwing me out of money. They were basically telling me I had to clock in later than we usually do now. Basically taking 15 minutes off my time, which is the time we used to get into my makeup for the production. Um, but I'm convinced now that my blood poisoning had started earlier because I flipped out when they made this announcement. Like, I went Nova the whole time and I got on the computer, messaged my thing. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't do this to people. Like, total overreaction to a part-time job where I was making, where I was working at most 10 hours a week. Um, so I think it had to, I think the blood poisoning had already started at that point. Anyway, so I don't have a job. I wake up. My, as I said before, my leg has swelled up to twice its normal size and my legs are already big because I'm a huge person. Um, they're red and I'm just like, and I just show my mom, it's like, Hey, check this out. This is new. Um, and we're like, Oh, well, let's keep an eye on that. <laughs> and so we don't do anything that first day. And I just said, maybe if I just rest this leg, it'll get better. 
Um, so we spend the whole day just like, eh, whatever. Next day, leg is even bigger, leg is even redder, verging on purple. So my uh, mom calls my dad to take me to the emergency room. I'm pissed off because, one, I do not have insurance. I do not have a way to pay for any of this. So I'm like, no, 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 no. We get to the emergency room. Guys, a couple of things happen. First, um, the doctor, because I haven't, been, I haven't been to a doctor in 10 years. Um, because that's the last time I was on someone's insurance plan. So 10 years, I haven't been to a doctor. So I don't know the answer to any of these questions. Doctor asks me, um, he goes, do you have diabetes? And I go, I don't know. And he goes, you probably have diabetes. He's just taking one look at me and goes, yeah, you got diabetes. So everybody starts working under the assumption that I have diabetes. Um, I definitely have high blood pressure. I think when they took my blood pressure, it was like 189 over something, 90, something like that. It was very high. And they, just from looking at my leg, they tell me that I have what is known as cellulitis. Now, cellulitis is a condition where bacteria gets in through microscopic or big cuts in your leg or wherever in your body, gets trapped into your skin, multiplies, and now bacteria is basically sort of just spread all over. My entire leg, lower left leg, it was riddled with cellulitis, and the reason I was sick is because it was causing blood poisoning, and the blood poisoning was spreading bacteria to the rest of my body, so I had to be admitted to the hospital. They put me on antibiotics really quickly. They put me on insulin because they just assumed I had uh, diabetes. Um, they put me on all sorts of things almost immediately. Um, the weirdest part about all of this is two days later, um, they come back and goes, I don't know how, but you don't have diabetes. <laughs> and I was all, oh, okay. After they given me a couple of shots of insulin this whole time, <laughs> uh, they were just like, you're what's, called, what's known as pre-pre-diabetic. You are two steps away from being pre-diabetic. It's like, so I'm not anything technically. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm okay. It's like, well, just like, mm, just admit that you've been poisoning me with insulin this whole time. <laughs> that I have, didn't need and I don't, and I better not see on my fucking bill because I wasn't diabetic. Um... They, um, the worst part about the, about all this is hospitals. Hospitals are the worst fucking places on earth. I can't imagine a prison being, well, a prison could be much worse because of the people there, but just to state, just, it's disgusting. Um, every couple of hours, somebody wakes you up to take your blood Take your temperature, take your blood pressure, give you pills. You can't, you can't get any rest in a hospital. It's impossible to get any rest. Um, Lala, you got, you checked yourself into a different kind of hospital, though. Yeah, I was in the psych ward. You were in the psych ward. Now, how was that? Terrible, just because there's nothing, absolutely nothing to do unless you plan for it. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, they just have the news going on and uh -huh. you can ask them to change the channel, but there's like other people that are mm -hmm. asking them to change the channel yeah. and you get your phone taken away mm -hmm. and you can't really, you have a, access to a phone, but 
you know, modern day people don't memorize phone numbers. Yeah, nobody has any <laughs> idea whose phone numbers are anything. Like, and so when I was going in, Elise was like texting me her number, memorize yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm looking at my phone, but you're texting me your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jesus. And, uh, you know, so it's just, it's pretty boring. And I just, I really needed to get out of there once they had taken me off, like, my medication. Mm -hmm. So I I was doing better after a while. um, But, because apparently uh, I was taking two medications that were working against each other and causing, like, um, a really anxious reaction in my brain. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it basically resulted in psychotic depression. <laughs> and yes. this was like a buildup from yeah. like October. So Jesus, that's a long time for that <laughs> to be building up. And uh, yeah. So <laughs> now let's take a break from these two stories to go outside of that. Elisa and David, how did you feel when <laughs> two of your best friends <laughs> were just, just <laughs> out, just, just out of it, just gone? Um, well, I mean, I didn't lose any sleep over it. <laughs> I mean, I was concerned. Sure. Yeah. Um, I visited both of y'all. You did. Yeah. Uh, to your credit, you visited me a lot in the hospital. Yeah. I thank you for coming uh, by almost pretty much every day during my first stint in the hospital. Yeah. That was really nice of you. You didn't have to do that. I would have I... gone more to see Lala, but it scared me. <laughs> I think a psych ward would be pretty scary. Yeah. Especially when you ended up on the wrong floor. Yeah. Like, I had to talk to six different people before I found you. And then, um, the, uh, like, I walked in there and I saw you and I go, you don't belong in here. These people are fucking nuts. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you gotta get out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I was fine. Yeah. You were fine. (laughs) Dave, how did you feel during this period? Um, I mean, I figured y'all were in the hands of uh, professionals, so y'all guys would be okay. And then, yeah. Uh, you were also working too, right? Yeah, yeah, I was on the job, but the jerk producer and me was thinking, man, this is really pushing back the schedule yeah, for like, production. We're going to be behind. We're going to be behind because we always wanted to be on top of things, but yeah. then it just became apparent that, yeah, this isn't going to happen for a while. Yeah. Like, so. this is bigger than a lot of shit that's yeah. going on. Um, one of the most worrying things that happened to me while I was in the hospital, my leg had swelled to such a a huge degree that, uh, the front and back of my leg started to blister because the skin was so taut and tight, um, that it was basically about to split open. And one day, uh, while I was getting out of bed in the hospital, I uh, hit my leg against this fucking stupid table. The table they have... In uh, the hospitals where they put your food and everything on that, it's, it's fucking useless. It's hard to move. It's in the way. No one can find a good place to put it. Uh, so it was right next to my bed. I hit my leg against it. And I'm just sitting there. It's like, ow, oh, it hurt a little bit, but not that much. And I'm sitting there. Night nurse comes in, looks down at my leg, and he goes, oh, what did you do to your leg? And I looked down, and I had a huge gash in my leg where the blisters had split open, and now I was leaking the uh, lymphatic fluid that was filling up my leg onto the floor, and I didn't even realize it. Like, I didn't know that I was just leaking all of the shit everywhere, and that there was a hole in my leg. I was like, oh, okay. So now we had to start with uh, wound care, and... um, The thing about being in the hospital with no insurance is 
they don't want to do anything because they're all like, well, we're not going to get our money back on this. Yeah, they uh, might be wasting their resources. They might be wasting their resources. So it was up to the nurse to figure out a wound care routine for my leg. Um, so he just put a pad over it, taped that up, and then whenever the pad would become too saturated with leg juice uh, and needed to come off. It's so gross. It's gross. No, it was fucking gross. They had to put like a special pad in my bed so that while I slept, because they just assumed, okay, at some point the pad is going to become oversaturated with leg juice and it's going to start leaking all everywhere. So they put a pad on my bed so that it would catch the, the just rogue leg juice that was going everywhere. Um, and it wasn't until three days in when the the hole just kept getting bigger and bigger. And there was just like, we should get a wound care nurse to look at this. So finally a wound care nurse comes in and then like, he's like, oh fuck, a poor person who can't afford me wants uh, my help, whatever. So they look at it and they find, they think of a, a thing to do. They start applying this thing called Aquacell, which is this pad that's, that's 1% silver It's in it. Oh, um, because uh, silver is antibacterial. Is it? Yeah. How do you know that? I, I I took a class on nanotechnology. Nice. Over the summer. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> anyway, it's a stuff called Aquacell. They started applying that to the leg. I might have just made up. that up. If you look it up and it's false, I'm sorry. It did, well, <laughs> silver yes. definitely kills werewolves. Do not trust anything we say on this. Exactly. Always <laughs> double check your facts. So <laughs> they start wrapping that up. They start wrapping that up. Um, unfortunately, nobody was paying attention to the blisters in the back. So then what started happening was that the gauze they were using to wrap my leg started getting into the blisters in the back, which caused a second wound uh, in the back of my leg to open up. So now they had to apply Aquacel to both sides. Uh, to make a long story short, I was in the hospital seven days. They gave me a medicine uh, to go home with, antibiotics to fight the thing. I start taking the antibiotics at home. All of a sudden, cellulitis comes back stronger than ever. I have to go back to the fucking hospital. And it turns out that the medicine they gave me um, to fight the cellulitis with, I'm allergic to it. And... Like if life didn't give you enough bananas to <laughs> get rid of the... <laughs> what the fuck did you just <laughs> say? I... The same, so I thought bananas. But if you think about it, I'm gonna go ahead and justify that. Okay. You eat the bananas. They're too filling, and they don't fill you up at the same time. But then you have to get rid of the banana peel, and then you slip, and you go full. So then you eat a lot. You're just like, it's a danger zone. What? <laughs> Highway <laughs> to the danger zone. <laughs> Fine. Thank you for that interjection. I, I was just thinking, you know, well, too much of anything can be poisonous. Maybe bananas are poisonous. They've got a lot of potassium. <laughs> potassium poisoning is a thing, possibly. Anyway, I have to go back to the goddamn hospital. Whole new round. Because that's the worst part about all of this, is that I've just now barely received all the bills from my first stay at the hospital. Now i got to wait for the bills for all my second fucking stay. And it's just like... Oh my fucking god. Anyway, they figure out I'm allergic to the thing after my whole body breaks out into hives. They take me off. Uh, it turns out I'm allergic to all penicillin-based antibiotics. They put me on a thing called clindamycin. 
My leg starts getting better. I end up sending, I'm expecting to get out of the hospital sooner than everything, but the problem is my leg is slow draining. Uh, I have what is known as lymphedema, which means that uh, my leg, uh, the lymph nodes aren't draining uh, as fast as they should. So my leg is still big, even though the cellulitis is on retreat. And this gives a one fucking surgeon the bright idea to give me an angiogram to find out if I have any blockages in my goddamn leg, which extends my stay longer than it should because I was going to have the angiogram on my sixth day and probably get out the same day, um, which would have made my second stay shorter. But the surgeon who had come to my room to talk to me, who had fucking seen me, seen what I looked like, didn't realize until we were in the angiogram lab that I was too big to get on the goddamn table. Didn't realize it until we got there. And I'm like, you better not fucking charge me for any of this today, you <laughs> fucking idiot. What are you talking about? And he's just like, we're going to have to do it in surgery tomorrow. I'm all like, I could be released today what are you talking about no nope, we got to do it tomorrow so i had to spend a whole extra day in the hospital to get an angiogram that turned out clear i had not no blockages in my leg i just have lymphedema and i'm a big fat jerk and be my obesity is just slowing everything down you're um, a big fat jerk with no diabetes. No diabetes. And no blockages. blockages. Exactly. So, I mean, that, that you got something going for you. I got a fucking surgery bill to look forward to. Well, I mean, I didn't say everything was going to be nice. <laughs> how many bananas did I eat again, Elisa? I don't know. <laughs> how many got here? How, how many come in the basket? Because there's a basket involved. There's 24 in this basket right now. Uh, did I eat all of them? What basket? <laughs> This uh, this uh, metaphorical, metaphorical. Basket this metaphorical basket that you've created. Twenty-four <laughs> sounds like a good number. I think it could hold more, but you said twenty-four. Let's go with twenty-four. And I ate them all. Well, no, what? <laughs> I'm going off your original thing about eating bananas. It's like if life gives you bananas. Mm, that's not a saying. <laughs> she made it one. But I made it one. Okay. Then it's not a good thing. <laughs> if life gives you bananas. You can't make fruit salad from just bananas. But you can make banana splits, and those are delicious. You just have to be careful of those banana pills. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. I don't know why. I don't know why the people who listen to this listen to this. You know what the people who listen to this should do is take some bananas, put them in the freezer, and then eat them later. That's a nice treat. Are trip. frozen bananas good? I used to eat them. I yeah. know Gozer likes them. I know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I uh, get out of the hospital, um, get on the clindamycin. Um, I'm doing okay now, except for the fact uh, that some idiot uh, bonded my older brother out of jail. Um, and now he's living with me and my mom, and it's, uh, it's a living hell, but I won't get into that. Uh, but speaking of a living hell, uh, what were some of the living people you hell. met in the uh, the psych ward there? Some of the f nice people you met there. Well, the craziest guy I met was um, the first time I walked in, he came up to me and he's like, someone's in the restroom killing himself. Somebody should tell the nurses. 
And we're standing next to the nurses, and I look at them, and I'm like, uh, did you just hear that? And the nurse is like, oh, don't listen to him. He's crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was just like, okay. And then every time I passed him by in the hallway, he would say, need a comb? You need a brush. I guess because my hair. Yeah. I don't know. Need a comb? Need a brush? <laughs> now, was he like offering the comb or a brush or was he just saying, you need a comb, you need a brush? I don't know. But, he, you know, he never came off as like particularly crazy uh-huh. until one day um, I was, I finally had a book and I was reading it in one of the group rooms mm-hmm. and uh, he, come, he comes in and lays down starts talking to himself and then he's leaving. He's like, do you want the light on to read? And I was like, oh, no, I'm fine. He's like, oh, so you have special glasses. And I was like, uh, no, I'm just good. I'll get on Zenith with that. Fix your glasses. <laughs> I'll get on Zenith with that? Yeah. I was just like, who's Zenith? <laughs> what? <laughs> now, wasn't there um, a woman who would kiss your hands? Oh, okay, so that was an intake. Uh, there was this uh, crazy goth lady. Uh-huh. She had a bedazzled Bible Ooh. with her. and uh, Are you sure it wasn't a Harry Potter book? No, it was the Bible. Okay. It was like one of those old like fake leather plastic yeah, but with the red. And yeah, it had like uh like bejeweled stickers uh-huh. and like Lisa Frank stickers oh, all over wow. it. Um, but she came in and she was basically wearing skeleton makeup. Uh-huh. So like she had black smears on her cheeks uh-huh. and like black around her eyes and black lipstick and black nail polish. And then like she just comes up to me just waving her hands and moving her head in front of me. Mm-hmm. And she puts her hands in front of my face and I figure, okay, she wants my hands. Uh-huh. So I give her my hands and she just starts like staring deep into my eyes, just like staring and then she kisses my hands now i'm gonna say when somebody like that comes up to you and they and it's obvious they want my hands don't i don't give them your hands do not give them your hands especially in that context when you've checked yourself into a psych ward if a fellow patient wants your hands do not give it to them yeah uh normal me would not have (laughs) normal me would have been like what the fuck uh I'm good, yeah. and walked out of the room. Exactly, but that wasn't normal. You no, you that was not, not normal. You me. were it was psychotic depression. You yeah, and you did not care what happened to your hands. No, uh, but it was weird, and she was dancing in the intake room, mm-hmm. and yeah, just just in her weirdos in the psych ward. Sure, I mean that's what you'd expect to find if it was normal people. It wouldn't be a psych ward. Yeah. it would be a Starbucks. Um. <laughs> How are you feeling now, Lala? Um, I'm much better. Good. I'm on better medication, and um, I'm seeing a psychiatrist, but that feels like a fucking scam. Yeah. Because uh, it, uh, it's not talk therapy at all or any sort of therapy. The mm-hmm. psychiatrist here is just for my medication. So every yeah. time I go see him, I have to pay a copay, and it's just like, are you feeling well? Yeah. All right. Copay. Bye. Yeah. It's, it's bullshit. The entire... <laughs> I think we can both, I think we can all agree the U.S. medical system is the fucking worst. Yeah, but it's like especially worse in Texas because mm-hmm. I had a psychiatrist in Maryland and he took care of everything. We did talk therapy, he took care of my medication mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And then like, you know, he didn't even like charge me sometimes. Yeah. 
Like no, yeah. The one the one time I went to a clinic in New York, no problem. Everything went smooth. In order to get onto my low cost healthcare system here, I had to bring so much documentation. I had to prove so many goddamn things here in Texas. It's ridiculous. But you know, I think it's because it's Texas. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Like there were one of the few states that didn't participate properly into the ACA. It's just mm. fucking it's I've never hated the state more than having to deal with the medical, medical system issues, here. Yeah. This is a broken place. Like it is, it is fundamentally a broken place. Um, I usually, despite myself, I usually find like good things to think about Texas because, you know, there's, cause it's so big. There's a lot of cool stuff here. Yeah. Honestly. But like on a government, government level, it's the fucking worst. This is the worst fucking, it's one of the worst places to live. If you're not, you know, high up on the fucking ladder, it's awful. Um, now Elisa, let's get to you on this uh, before we go, because this entire time, You've been drawing a picture. I've been drawing. And now let's let's talk about this picture you're drawing. Um, explain it to us. Now there is a. Now before it, you drew the the David Bowie chicken woman, who you claim is an old chicken lady woman, who has a little chicken. Uh, sort of dodo type friend that hangs off her arm and she seems to have a tail. No, that's not a tail. That's a cell phone with a cord that goes into a... Oh, the regular phone over regular there. Phone. Now, I thought this was a curly Q pig's tail. No. That... It's a chicken. What? It's got a David Bowie head. Why couldn't it have a pig's tail? Because it's on a raw chicken. <laughs> is it? I thought it was cooked. It might be. I drew the legs that way, but the top isn't. Okay, oh. so it's it's a half-cooked... David Bowie, old lady, raw cooked chicken. With it's standing chicken on um, a table with celery on it. That's a platter. That's why. Oh, it that's it's up. the platter it's standing yeah, on. Okay, so those are the onions and all that. Uh, there's a floating eye next to David Bowie, old woman's head, just mm-hmm. looking. Mm-hmm. The phone goes into a bigger phone that is being bisected by what is this? It's like a antenna radio. An antenna thing. radio. And, and a book. There's a book and a band-aid. A band-aid on the table. Oh, I like, thought that was a pen. Yeah, I guess oh, the, the table had a boo-boo. And then there's a giant ant just hanging off the big phone with the antenna. Yeah, I was about to draw a tree. <laughs> I, I was drawing. Yeah. Um, because, I, you, because you had heard all of this before. Well, yeah. You knew the story. I knew the stories, and uh, they're, they're, they're not mine to tell. <laughs> So, so you told I, your own story via drawing. Sure. And don't put things around me. Is I'm, the pencils away? Okay. I'm ready to talk. <laughs> well, that's good because uh, the done. episode's over. Oh. Um, I'm doing better. Like I said, the only thing wrong is that I'm living with my older brother, who I consider to be the worst human being I've ever met. Um, he's an awful man. I wish. My family would cut him out of our lives completely, but for some reason, uh, my mom still loves him because, as you explained earlier, Lisa, he's her child, and you just love your children, even though they do horrible. That's horrible what I things. keep hearing. Yeah. Well, let's. I'm hopefully that's never put to the test because I can see you easily cutting your kid out of your life if they're. I injured. wouldn't do it. It'd be David. Oh. Okay. <laughs> David nodded and agreed, so that's good. Um. So. Yeah, we're back. 
Usual people are back. Usual people. We're going to kick, uh, we're going to make as many episodes as we can. We're committed uh, to the podcast. Um, Lala seems to be doing better mentally. I'm doing better physically. You guys are always doing okay, it seems. Um, so we can keep meeting, making new episodes, and hopefully I don't have to go back to the emergency room, and hopefully Lala doesn't get poisoned by her doctors again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot. I did go see that doctor, that my regular doctor who prescribed that, and uh-huh. she was so uncomfortable with me. Like, I was, it was supposed to be like a regular doctor's appointment, uh-huh. and then I explained what was going on, and she was like, well, we can take care of all your stuff next time in like three months, uh-huh. so I'll see you later. <laughs> she seemed super uncomfortable. Yeah, because she, uh, that's how my doctor, because I had the same doctor both times, and he was like, oh, sorry about poisoning you. <laughs> With uh, medicine that your body couldn't handle. Are bad. Um, No, you won't get a price break for that. It's not like a hotel where, you know, when we fuck up, we we do something about it. It's more like the hotel that... Accuses you of stealing their pillows. Yeah. And the pillows have been there the whole time, but they that's how they get you. Yeah. Exactly. No, I mean, that's why they have, like, the malpractice insurance, and mm-hmm. that's why they get sued a lot. Exactly. Frankly. I mean, I don't have the resources to sue them. I think I have a good enough case as anybody. Do you think a sewer sues a suit? Uh, yeah, like, I don't have a case at all. You're right. Because, like, medical... I mean, uh, medicine for... Psychotic issues mm-hmm. is a crapshoot. Right. You don't know what's working till it does. Exactly. So. Anyway. Well, that's where we're at. Not a great <laughs> place, but a good enough place to keep making podcasts. So we'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.